Hi everyone, this is Cree Flory and this is week three of Course Project. Today we're going to talk about questions six and seven. Question six, looking at leaders under stress and question seven, diving into courage. Question six says, one finding is that when leaders are under stress so that fear and risk increase, they tend to revert to a command and control style. As a leader, how might you find the courage to resist this tendency? So to start, I work for a venture-backed startup overseeing three teams. I oversee the pre-sales engineering team, the software delivery team, and the software production support team. As you can imagine, the end of the quarter revenue numbers are extremely important to our board. As these periods approach, our board will get super stressed and push on our senior leadership team, who then in turn pushes on the directors, which are me and my peers. To be honest, it's really hard not to start micromanaging and turning into that command and control style. I have the director title, so I must, how to know, must know how to do it best, right? I've been doing it for years, so I definitely won't make a mistake, but my team might. The only way to make sure that we meet leadership's demands is if we do things exactly my way. There's a thousand really toxic thoughts that start running through your head when these situations happen. In addition to that, a lot of us, myself included, are really, really competitive and we wanna dive in head first and, and win when we're faced with a challenge. All of these emotions and feelings can be really hard to combat and I'm certain we all fail many times before we get it right. But in every instance, what I do is take some time to self-reflect. And as soon as I do that, I can take a step back and really breathe. From there, I start pushing back on all of those thoughts I'm having. In reality, those thoughts are just anxieties. When I, when I think about saying that I can do everything right, the reality is I was the lead engineer once but I'm not anymore. I really don't even know how to write in the coding style that we use today. So how exactly is my help going to make sure we do it right? And my team might make mistakes and they probably will, but the processes that we've built together are solid and they're made to catch those mistakes. And then finally, I know that I hired expert for those roles because I'm no longer an expert in that area. They are. So I need to let them continue course and work as business as usual. Instead, I need to focus on my role, which is supporting my team mentally and emotionally, especially during that high volume time. Moving over to question seven, the chapter describes five ways in which followers need to use courage. Which do you feel is most important? Which is least important? How might a follower derive the courage to behave in new ways to be more effective? Discuss. So to me, the most important courage to have as a follower is the courage to challenge. I do wanna caveat this and say that if this is where your focus is, the courage to serve must be a very close second. <laughs> the courage to challenge means you would never act outside of your personal integrity or the good of the organization for the sake of harmony. One of the most important values to me in work and in life is trust, which is why it is necessary for me to be able to have the courage to challenge. For some background, I work directly with raw source data and I ensure that the laws of HIPAA are always maintained. From my superior's perspective, they know that I would never compromise our company's ideal of patient privacy, regardless of how much extra work or scrutiny it might bring. 
I absolutely will not do it and have been in many situations where I caused quite a stir because I would not cut corners. Because of this though, my senior leadership team trusts me without question and they hold me as an extremely valuable and loyal asset to the company. Situations like this have also gained me the reputation among my, my followers that I'm not afraid to push back in any situation. My direct reports also trust me without hesitation because they know I will never compromise my integrity for the sake of harmony. I noted above that you cannot focus so much on the courage to challenge without also focusing on the courage to serve. If as a follower, I so heavily push back on my superior's requests, enforcing following processes and policies, I must also be willing to serve where applicable. For example, I might always require that we follow process to a T when handling potentially sensitive data, but in exchange, I can be a little more flexible when it comes to filling out new project request forms. If I were to only focus on pushing back, my superiors might find me difficult to work with or even unable to be part of a team. But by balancing the two, you can more easily be an effective follower while still maintaining the integrity in regards to the things you actually care about. To me, the least important way to use courage mentioned was the courage to participate in transformation. The courage to participate in transformation says that the follower will support the leader and organization during difficult changes. I'm sure this might sound a little crazy that I view this as the least important. Isn't it like the core of being a follower? I will admit that I'm still learning in this area of focus. I'm actually going through a bit of a struggle with it right now, which is why it's coming up. As a follower, I completely understand the importance of supporting your superior through difficult changes, but I keep finding that this conflicts with my duties as a leader. For example, my company recently went through a very large reorg that directly impacted me and my teams. I have spent years gaining the trust of my team and by being open and transparent, and most importantly, loyal to them. They asked me directly my opinions on the reorg. And I'm saying they literally said to me, we trust you, so tell us how you feel about this. This was the one and only time I've ever lied to my team and I did it in an attempt to be a good follower. I told them that I was optimistic about the change and the new leadership overseeing us. I told them it was a good thing for the company and that it means we've grown and that's great. I've now spent the past week fighting with the new leadership team about role cuts, additional reorganizations, and redefining roles. Most of these changes would affect the same people I told not to worry. Now, I don't much mind the arguing and fighting for my team. Honestly, I love those discussions and it's one of my favorite parts of being a director. I do feel though that I've compromised my integrity and let my team down by telling them that I was optimistic when I was not. These changes are what I had anticipate would happen, and I wish I'd been honest and transparent with them from the start. I think overall what I've learned from this is while it's important to have good relationships with leadership teams and to be a good follower, I should always prioritize being a good leader first. Finally, I wanna discuss how to derive more courage to behave in new ways. I'm actually coaching two of my direct reports on this now, as I'm expecting to promote them to management next quarter. I always to tell them to think about the worst possible outcome of the situation. Usually when it comes to work, it's getting fired. Once you have that thought, you simply say to yourself, okay, that happened, then what? 
if you get fired, couldn't you find another job? Honestly, the tech market is really hot right now. So not only could they find another job, but they'd probably find one that pays more. It's completely okay to be afraid and it's honestly expected, but there's no reason to not do whatever it is you're afraid to do. That concludes this week of Course Project. I hope you tune in for next week. Thank you.